Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of From My Mat to Yours podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kenny Marsh, certified yoga instructor, and your new yoga bestie. Last episode, we discussed how you can go about keeping a consistent yoga practice at home by taking notes, setting boundaries, and things along those lines. This episode, we're going to dive into how you can overcome your fears and release all what's holding you back from getting on your mat or staying there. So are you ready? Me too. Let's get started. So overcoming your fears can be interesting and believe it or not when you're starting something new or coming across something that you consider to be challenging it might trigger a a line of negative thoughts that just automatically pop in or limited beliefs that will hold you back from achieving what you would like to achieve. For example, you want to start practicing an inversion pose like Pakasana or also known as crow pose. But the thought about lifting off the ground has you shook. You fear that if you try this pose, you may fall and mess up that pretty face of yours. Or worse, have to explain to families, friends, or even co-workers why you have a bruise or a speed knot on your forehead. And then you start talking yourself out of even practicing that pose because you just come up with all these scenarios that never occurred. And then you just move on to just picking another yoga pose you want to practice that feels safer and doesn't involve lifting or contributing to that fear. Does that sound familiar? If this sounds like something you do, then you're not alone. A lot of us who practice yoga has been here before and still run into this issue once in a while when working on a new or challenging posture. A lot of the causes behind you feeling this way has to do with some underlying fears or experience you previously had in the past of something that was painful. Or over time, as you became an adult, you develop a habit of negative self-talk based on certain circumstances at different times of your life. However, regardless of the reason, there's good news. You don't have to hide behind your fears anymore or limit yourself from practicing. So I want to give you some ideas of what some other um, yogis that were in your shoes or who are in your shoes are thinking and feeling and that has expressed this One common one, I would say this would be like the number one, is that fear of not being flexible enough to even start practicing yoga. That means 
to be put to rest. Yoga is not about how flexible you are. It comes as a benefit, but that's not what it's about. So you don't have to worry about being flexible or non-flexible to practice this beautiful practice. Because again, this is something that goes beyond the mat. And it's not all about the physical aspects of it. It's all really balancing the mind and the body and creating that new self-control and building up that newfound confidence. Another one, I will look silly if I try this pose. There are some poses out there, if you've seen some images and immediately looking at it, you can't see yourself doing that pose. And that is something you don't want to do. Every pose that's out there, it's possible for you to do. You may not look the same, which is exactly the case because none of us are built the same. So don't worry if you don't look like it or how silly you look in it. It's all about the feel you get from the pose. Another one, I get this a lot. I'm not built to practice yoga. You don't have to be this thin person to practice. There is not a cookie cutter look to practice yoga. You don't need to be a perfect height. You just need to be you. No matter what your shape is, curvy, straight, short, tall, stocky, slender, whatever you fall into, you are built for yoga. So you need to remind yourself that. Another one that's common too is when you come to a challenging pose is thinking, oh my, this one's too hard. I can't do that. You try lifting off the ground one toe and it's just like, oh, my hands are shaking. Oh, I'm, I'm done. That's it. Don't do that. Don't give up so soon. It's all about just giving it a try. Give it a go, feel it out, and walk through it. And a, another from my top five common fears and limited beliefs is I'm going to fall and hurt myself if I try that pose. So when you look at poses, particular like handstands, um, forearm stands, and anything that inverts your body in a sense where your feet is the opposite, it's not on the ground that automatically triggers and that is something that at the end of this podcast you kind of will have more of an idea on how to reverse those thoughts and put to rest these common beliefs and others that you may feel on your own so I'm going to go over the eight steps that I have that can help you overcome your practice the first one is I always say, and this is with yoga and without, when you have a fear, because I have anxiety issues, and the one thing that helps me cope and overcome is breathing. Your breath is powerful, and you have to sometimes remind yourself that, because believe it or not, 
even though we breathe as we talk and we breathe as we as we move we're not thinking it's just second nature but when you run into fear sometimes you hold your breath and you don't notice it you need to be aware of your breath so practicing yoga breathing exercises such as a technique from pranayama helps you learn how to focus on that breath control and you would learn how to do alternate nostril breathing deep breathings and there's a couple other different exercises that will actually help you anytime you're coming in or you notice right away like your spider senses kick in like you're about to be scared of something and you just don't of the unknown you're going to be scared of the unknown breathe always always breathe that's why that is number one if you're not sure what pranayama is yet i actually have an elevated yoga course that i'm going to open enrollment for where i will be teaching three breathing exercises to help you but in the meantime a simple technique is just close your eyes take a deep inhale in through your nose and then release blow it out through your mouth do that a few times and it'll help you refocus number two meditate yoga and meditation is all in one umbrella they're one and they go hand in hand meditation is the art of stillness and when you practice it over time you will heighten your senses you will heighten your self-awareness you will have newfound wisdom about yourself that you didn't even know about but in the beginning it's going to be awkward I know I've been there and it's usually the first five to ten minutes of practicing so that's why daily practice is important doing this day to day and then adding an extra minute over time will have you get better over time but in the meantime if you just sit the first five or ten minutes you're going to notice that your mind starts running rapid you're going to be seeing all these thoughts past future present it's just going to be coming in like lightning speed just coming in coming in coming in and then sometimes you might even catch yourself having a conversation in your head when you should be relaxing you're just working yourself up that's the beauty of meditation it allows everything to come to the forefront the key however is when this happens is to exercise control you know, it's the art of letting go. Sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. Let the thoughts come in. Don't respond to those thoughts in your thoughts, if, if you hear what I'm saying. So for instance, a thought will pop up, you're sitting down and you're trying to meditate and it's instantly, oh, this ain't working. You need to come up with two other positives. For every negative thought, come up with two positive thoughts. And then focus on your breath. So if you try to sit in meditation immediately, oh, my butt starts hurting or 
what is that sound? Or any of those things start popping in. Start saying, breathe, relax. Say reminders to everything. Do that for the first two minutes. And then practice just breathing. Breathe, breathe. The thoughts are going to come, but then they're going to slow down. And they're going to slow down. And they're going to slow down. And then the next thing you know, your mind will be relaxed for a good while. So, that leads me to number three. Create new thought patterns. Every day you have to teach yourself something new. You're always learning something. Some form of a habit, great. Whether it's good or bad. But, in this particular case, I want you to get in the habit of every time you are forming a negative thought, come up with three positive outcomes to that thought. Example, when you're thinking about trying a new place, the first thought that may come to your mind is, what if I fail? Or what if I fall? Follow up immediately with another thought, what if I succeed? And then come up with two more positive thoughts. Over time, this will allow your first thoughts to be more supportive. And that will help you gain more um, confidence as well. My next step to overcoming your fear is repetition. You know, there's a saying, fall nine times, get up ten. Basically, you just want to keep trying. In order for you to be good at something, you have to keep practicing. You can't give up the first few times you fail. You're going to fail. But it's how you fail, you know what not to do next time. And then you just keep building on that experience. And then next thing you know, you will be an expert of how not to do what you failed at. And that will lead to your success. Next step would be take it slow and steady. Your practice is not a race. Treat it as a marathon. It continues. It's ongoing. It's never ending. It's like an endless story. This is your journey for the rest of your life if you choose it. Or if you decide to change it at any point. It doesn't have to end. So don't treat it like, oh my gosh, I gotta get this done right now, today, tomorrow. No. Take it a day at a time. And when you do that, you end up practicing detachment. Which, if you are attached to one thing, then that will cause you to create upset and it will lead you down the path of negative thoughts because things didn't work out. Instead, Keep an open mind, try different techniques. If one failed, try another way, try another way. If one teacher can't direct you, try another teacher. If one video didn't work out or course, try another course. So it's trial and error, but slow and steady. So those are my five, rule five and rule six. Next would be rule number seven. Use extra props or wall support. Example, if you want to practice handstands, but you are afraid that you're going to fall, surround yourself with some pillows or practice by a wall. 
learn fundamentals and build a strong foundation and then you will succeed with getting off the wall being a know the floor next thing you know you'll be like some of those that's on social media doing handstands anywhere because you have that newfound confidence which leads me to step number eight build up your confidence celebrate small victories it's very important create milestones for instance you want to master your flow pose and initially it feels hard to get both feet off the ground because your arms you feel you realize you kind of feel heavy so you gotta work up your arm strength but let's say the next day you try it you're able to lift one foot off the ground or a few toes celebrate you're halfway there and then celebrate each time you get closer and closer that will help you build up your confidence to achieving that pose that you're seeking to achieve. Number nine is using visualization and mantra techniques. So this is something that you could try, kind of matches with my number one step with breathing, but this combines breathing with visualizing together. So for this particular exercise, you can just take a nice seat and relax. You want to use steady breathing and take your slow and deep inhale through your nose and exhale through your nose. You close your eyes and imagine a bright light shining right over you. Warm, glowing, golden light. And say to yourself, I am fearless. And repeat this for eight breaths eight deep breaths or more if you want to and that is something that you can do to help remind yourself that you are a fearless yogi you're unstoppable and repeat that and repeat that and repeat that do it for a week do it for two weeks do it every day last but not least journal exercise I can't stress the importance of writing and a journal and reflecting. You are walking around with so much thoughts, so much burden, so much stress, fear, thoughts. You do a lot for everyone else. You need to do a lot for yourself. Write in your journal. And then sometimes you actually might need to dig deep and take a trip back down memory lane. Think back to when you was a child and to one of your most traumatic experience when you fell or you hurt yourself. And then in your journal, write down how you felt. What happened? Did you get in serious trouble? Did people laugh at you? There was something that triggered you and then from that point on, you avoid that because you don't want to experience that again. So the reason for doing this is to come to terms with your past experience and accept that at that particular time you was hurt and embarrassed but understand that you healed and you got back up and you are much stronger today than you were then. So remind yourself that and acknowledge you are amazing and keep that going every day. And that's it. 
those are my top 10 ways to overcome some fears and negative limited beliefs that we have that is holding us back from greatness within the mat with on the mat and off the mat <laughs> so I'm just going to close out with this quote that I have from one of my favorite um, inspirational yoga teachers that passed away uh, BKS Iyengar and this quote says change is not something that we should fear rather it is something we should welcome for without change nothing in this world will ever grow or blossom and no one in this world would ever move forward to become the person they're meant to be so I want to leave off with that and have you think about what is the type of person you want to be on and off the mat once you have a vision of that that my friend is what yoga is all about match that with your fearless belief and acceptance of your past is not your future or your present and you will be unstoppable so I hope you enjoy your weekend coming up and I just want you to tune in to next week where I will introduce a two-part series on how to overcome obstacles on and off the mat the first part will be for yogis who are starting a practice the second part will be for new uh, yoga teachers and experienced yoga teachers. So I look forward to uh, having you back and listening next week. Until then, have a wonderful and productive day.